my mantra is that I want to be able to provide people with the opportunity to empower themselves to take an active role in their own health and well-being. Everyone that comes to our room, our salt rooms, the first time, they all remark how relaxed they are after having the experience. They also write back how well they slept that night because they breathe much better. This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I have the pleasure of the married dynamic duo of Gary and Ellen Patrick from Breathe Salt Rooms. Uh, I'm excited to have you guys on Halo Talks and uh, educate our audience based on what Halo therapy is, why salt is the future. And uh, I want to welcome you guys on the show. Thank you, Pete. Good great, to be great here. Great to be here, Pete. Great. So why don't we uh, first start off and, and Ellen, you know, give us some background, you know, where you're from, how you got into this, how you met Gary and kind of take us through the story. I want to educate our listeners here on if you believe in a science or you believe in a technology, um, it's not something you leave on the shelf. It's something that you pursue with passion. So tell us your story. Sure. Well, I grew up in uh, Bayside, Queens, lived there most of my life. And um, I was a dancer. I was a dancer. I was always involved with physical activity. I also practiced a lot of yoga. So I was always pursuing a holistic way of being for both the body and the mind. And when we came across the salt therapy, I come from a family of asthmatics. My family has a lot of allergies, including myself. When I came across the salt therapy, I thought it was a no-brainer to use it for myself. How would you first come across it? Was it research or were you in, in Europe where they have these or how would you uh, stumble upon salt? It was a stumbling. Yeah, okay. It was a stumbling. Uh, Gary actually stumbled upon salt therapy while he was traveling in Europe. And when he came back from Europe, we were at the time living in Florida, our winter home, and uh, we found a salt room in Florida. And we used it. And uh, the interesting thing was Gary's had a lot of sinus issues. He's had several sinus surgeries. And so we thought it would be wonderful for him to continue using salt therapy to help heal his sinus issues and uh, to help me with my allergies. I felt the difference when I walked in the room within seconds. I could breathe better. And the, the wonderful thing that has kept our marriage going for 30 years is that um, aside from healing Gary's sinus issues, he stopped snoring. Oh, wow. And his so. sleep apnea disappeared. From, from doing salt therapy, how, from, many, how many days a week? Or? Well, we went to the salt room where they offered a special for a week. So we went every single day, except we, they were closed on a Sunday. Did so, he sleep in a different room on Sunday nights? Or? <laughs> well, that particular, I was often kicking him out of bed. Got it, got it, okay. <laughs> um, but this particular Sunday when they were closed, that night Gary was snoring. And I hadn't realized he had stopped snoring until he started again. Wow. And so when the, uh, the salt room opened on that Monday, we went back, and sure enough, that night he was not snoring. So when we came back up to New York for the summer season, we were looking all over for a salt room so that we could continue the therapy, mainly to keep our marriage going. 
This is a great, I mean, that, this could be the new marketing tool. Like, save your marriage. Go to a small room. Absolutely. You'll find that there are a lot of marriages where they live, they sleep in separate rooms because right. somebody is snoring. Right. Um, somebody's got an allergy. My mother used to say, like, oh, that person who we're related to goes to therapy. But maybe now it's like you go to salt therapy. And, <laughs> right. Know, they're not the crazy one in the family anymore. That's how so, you stay right. married for a long time. There you go. Great. So, so when you actually went to the, the salt room and tried it out for the first time. Did you research it afterwards and say like, why isn't this ubiquitous? Like why aren't, why don't other people know about this or why aren't doctors, you know, prescribing this versus get a, this mask and this, you know, uh, you know, oxygen tank that you carry around and this like uh, Hannibal Lecter mask that you wear. <laughs> like, were you like shocked that this isn't already out there in, in, I'm never appeal. shocked about alternative therapies that have nothing to do with prescription drugs. Mm -hmm. You know, they always are, um, it's resistant to come to the market. Um, when we first read about the salt therapy, it made sense. You know, when you talk to anybody about salt, everybody knows salt is antibacterial, antiviral, anti-inflammatory. So the concept just made common sense to us. And the fact that it was really helping us was even more of an impetus for us to continue the therapy. But when we got back to New York from our winter home in Florida, we couldn't find a salt room in New York City. And we kind of looked at each other and thought, wow, what an opportunity, not only to, to bring a healing modality to the general public, but it's a business opportunity. Mm -hmm. Nobody's doing this in New York City. How is that possible? So we kind of looked at each other and started doing more research. Why isn't it out there? Mm -hmm. You know, this is an ancient therapy that started in Eastern Europe. Um, when I say ancient, a couple of hundred years. So this was in like, they actually had salt caves. So they weren't salt like, caves. there was nothing being built. It was basically like you go into a salt Well, Gary can probably no? give you a little bit more information on the actual Gary, history. Gary, welcome to the show. Nice to be here. Excellent. Tell us, uh, give us the history of, of salt use in, in Europe. Well, it's interesting. It goes back actually centuries and centuries back to the ancient salt caves. Monks used to take people down deep into the salt caves for the therapeutic benefits of breathing, relaxation, and for skin. And so through those therapies of centuries, wealthy Europeans used to have to travel all over Europe to get to Eastern Europe, where all the salt caves are, you know, the Eastern Europe was a result of two tectonic plates coming together from Europe and China that pushed up Central Eastern Europe above the surface. And as a result, all the bottom of the salt, uh, bottom of the sea, salt came to the surface. And that's where all the salt mines predominantly were. And that's where the earliest civilizations developed was around areas of salt and areas of water. Obviously, water you need to drink. But salt was also a preservative, an essential mineral. Uh, many people know prior to 1930, prior to refrigeration being invented, that our food was covered with salt mm -hmm. for since the millennia. And salt was covered by food because of the antibacterial properties. You know, bacteria was trying to get at the salt, uh, was trying to get at the food. The salt created a barrier for the bacteria to get to the food because of the other properties of salt is that it's a drying agent. So as the bacteria came in contact with any salt, the salt would then take the, the moisture out of the bacteria and the bacteria would simply die. In fact, the salt caves as well as the salt rooms that we operate are much more sterile than any operating room because bacteria cannot live in any salt environment at all. 
So there's a little bit, a lot of history to it, a lot of science to it. In 1850, there was a Polish health official who was assigned to the mining sector Mm -hmm. in Poland for the government. He went all over Poland with coal miners and metal miners and salt miners. And after doing this for about five years, noticed that all the miners get sick. They got colds, they got flus, they die in their 40s. You know, this is 1850 prior to, you know, pharmaceuticals. And what he also noticed was all the salt miners never had a cold or a flu, lived into their 90s, and this is 1850, they lived into their 90s, and wondered why is the difference that the salt miners are so more healthy than all the other miners? He did a little bit of research and looked at their behavior, followed them around, studied them for a while, and said, it's simply that they're, during the course of their work every day, and mining for salt, the salt dust in the air, salt particles, they were breathing it in every day and then going back home. And so that, you know, really contributed to their healthy respiratory system as well as the rest of their immune system. So interestingly, as Ellen said, you know, I grew up, uh, I was born in Philadelphia, moved to New York City when I was 11, but I've always had allergies as a child. I was allergic to everything. So every month I would be in front of the air conditioner trying to get my sinuses to shrink so I could actually breathe. And so, uh, through allergies as a child, I had uh, three adult nasal surgeries to uh, relieve my breathing problems. I've worked in uh, international marketing for several decades. I've done a lot of travel internationally. As a result, I was getting uh, sinus infections uh, three to five times a year. And so I was on z three to five times a year to resolve that. And about five years ago, I was traveling in Europe as I do and came down with a sinus infection when I came to London. I had to fly to LA just four days later, so I was with my London team and asked, hey, do you have a doctor? I need to get a Z-Pack so I can fly to LA in four days. And a woman there said, oh, forget about the drugs, try a salt room. Hmm. Of course, I didn't know what a salt room was, but after the conversation, she convinced me to try it. I went the next day in a row, next day, I felt better a little bit. I went the next day afterwards. She said, you know, you gotta go a few days in a row. It's a holistic therapy. It's not a one time, that's it, the rest of your life. It's nature healing you. There's no drugs involved. There's no side effects involved. But like any therapy, it's gonna take a few sessions. So I went to two sessions in a row. I didn't go the third day, but I flew to LA on the fourth day. I had no earache, no headache, no sinus issues. Flew away from London to LA. And as Ellen said, you know, I then came back to LA and told my wife, uh, who is a yoga therapist, highly trained yoga teacher, she teaches people how to breathe. That's her job. And you'd be surprised how many people don't know how to breathe or have difficulties breathing. So we found the salt room, stopped my snoring, stopped my sleep apnea. And then through that success, uh, as Ellen mentioned, we went back to New York. I Googled salt rooms in New York City. And to my surprise, I found that there were none. And being a marketing guy as I am, I analyze competition all the time. And I said to myself, New York City is the largest consumer city and the largest consumer country on the only planet that I know of, and there's none there. And if you list anything or name anything in New York City, from a lawyer to a dentist to a hairdresser to a financial person, there's a lot of them. And it intrigued me that there was no salt rooms in New York City. And when I started to do research about salt rooms all around the world, They're in every country, everywhere. Now, as many people in America know, our medical system is a business model, unlike any other in the rest of the world, and it's mostly focused on surgery and pharmaceuticals. Mm -hmm. And the rest of the world isn't focused on that. They're focused on holistic therapies. 
they're, they're focused on physical therapy, they don't go the pharmaceutical or, or surgery route. And as a result, their healthcare costs are significantly less than we have in the United States. So uh, Ellen and I decided to open up salt rooms in New York City because we wanted to bring a healthy alternative to New Yorkers who live in a very polluted environment, who have a lot of breathing problems. Through our research, we found that children in the inner cities have bad cases of asthma, bronchitis, and we wanted to bring this healing therapy to those children as well through our donations of salt rooms, but also because parents are finding more and more they're getting tired of giving their children drugs and pharmaceuticals that the side effects are unknown or causes their children to be uncomfortable. And here's a natural therapy for them that has no side effects for their children. And interestingly, because salt is an essential mineral, it's in all our bodies, you know, when you go to a hospital, they give you saline solutions. It's pure grade pharmaceutical salt. And that's the kind of salt that you breathe in our salt rooms. It's pure NACL. And, and interestingly, children tend to play in the salt rooms just like they're at the beach playing in, in the sand. Because our salt rooms have about six to eight inches of pink Himalayan salt in the floor that release negative ions that help relax you. So, so I'd love to do a, uh, a, like a man versus food and like CPAC versus breathe salt room. Uh, I feel like every time I watch one of these pharmaceutical commercials and they spend 45 seconds talking about all the side effects, I think I'd rather have the original disease than, than the side effects related to them. So when you think about where the halo sector is going, which we renamed, by the way, from the, the wellness sector, we've renamed it to Halo Health Active Lifestyle Outdoors. And we really want to start focusing more on prevention than trying to race to find the cure for something where no one's ever going to get that if they actually do what we tell them to do. That's proven technology. So when you think about the simplicity of salt and the historic use of it, um, when you started the company and breathe and you're, you're out there as the, the pioneer and the, and the advocate, you know, how did you feel? And, and what were some of the comments back to you? Did, did they say, okay, here's like a, uh, crazy idea or like what were some of because some of the entrepreneurs that 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 we work with and that are on the show and that are that are listening you know they come up with an idea and then people say oh that's a crazy idea or like that's never going to work so how did, how did you deal with to talk us through that because i think it's important for people to understand that you're not going to win every day and not everyone's going to say oh that's a great idea let me fund it or that's a great idea you know i'll bring a hundred of my friends um well ironically every time we brought it up particularly at parties or with friends, everybody thought it was a great idea. That's good. Because it made sense. Again, you know, salt is something that sits on your table, and people know that it kills bacteria. It's been used for centuries to, kill, to preserve food. And many people suffer from colds, sinus problems, like Gary said, sinus infections, and antibiotics don't always work. Or the more you use them, the less effective they become. It also causes all sorts of digestive issues. So it was not hard to convince people that this was something viable. Most people thought it was a great idea. And a lot of the people, particularly the men that we ran into, they had snoring issues. And they were wearing those very uncomfortable masks to prevent them from snoring. And they, in particular, were very interested in, in the salt therapy. We found it very easy to explain to people what dry salt therapy was because, again, people know what salt is. We didn't have to go into any techno babble jabble about what this algorithm will do for you and explain it. And, and you know, there's a lot of uh, 
anecdotal evidence that people have in their own lives that they come in against with salt therapy, from going to the beach, people have gone to the Dead Sea, put salt all over the body to help their skin. So it was kind of an easy understanding where we went from a salt cave to a smaller salt room, and now we're creating new products like salt booths and salt beds that are even smaller environments so that other businesses can bring this new therapies to their own consumers and add new revenue streams to it. So, so how many years ago did, did, you, did you come across the, the salt room down in Florida? It's been about five years now. Five yeah, it's years. been about five years. And I think our, our biggest obstacle was educating the public sure. as to that what was, salt. That was my next. Yeah, what is salt therapy? So we had two obstacles, starting a new business, which in and of itself is a challenge, and then explaining to the public what this is, because we really were are the pioneers in the United States. So we, we used um, examples from Europe. Europe tends to be ahead of the curve when it comes to using alternative therapies. Um, they're not so based in the pharmaceutical industry as the United States is. So we did a lot. We spent a good two and a half, three years doing a lot of PR. We, we had an advantage when we first started that in that you know, uh, my role is uh, global chief marketing officer for Skechers. I have lots of long and deep relationships with media companies. So I simply started talking to my colleagues at, at Time, at you know, NBC, CBS, about what this was, and talking to editorial departments. And one of the advantages we had was that this dry salt therapy, halo therapy, was very new. No one knew about it. It's a health benefit for everyone who breathes. And so a lot of the media were engaging with us because it was new and different and no one ever heard about it. So we had that advantage in and of itself. Mm -hmm. So if um, the way you have it set up right now is people can go and they can buy a session just similar to like a you know, paper class on a fitness boutique class. But is there a recommended number of days a week like how, how do you get this into somebody's routine? I, I've done it several times just for our listeners. I, I probably had, I've been here three times. Um, the first time I did it, we were in the salt booth for 45 minutes. I did two exercise classes and probably slept as, as well as I slept in the past 20 years afterwards. But I haven't made it a full routine yet, but I, I, it's on my, my list. Well, everyone that comes to our room, our salt rooms, the first time they leave, they all remark how relaxed they are after having the experience. They also write back how well they slept that night because they breathe much better. With respect to how often we recommend people come, a lot of it depends on the goals of a client. So if they are in an acute condition, such as a cold, we would recommend coming every day until you're feeling better. Okay. We've had people who have COPD, cystic fibrosis, come as often as you can. Those are chronic lung diseases. This yeah. is a therapy that actually detoxifies your lungs. And how many, how long do you have to stay? What, what's an average session? What's, his, what's, what's the length of a session to actually get the benefits of it, the minimum, just give, given everyone's so busy? If you are in a salt bed or a salt booth, 15 minutes. That's all you need a day. That's all you need. Wow. And there are settings. So you can increase the amount of salt that's going into the booth or the bed, you can decrease it, depending on how sensitive you are to the salt. And one of the things that we found as a very interesting byproduct that Gary just touched upon was how relaxed people started to feel. 
And this is where I started to bring in the yoga. Gary mentioned earlier that most people don't breathe well. Most people breathe very shallow breaths, and that actually elicits the stress response. So we're stressed, we're not breathing well, we're breathing shallow, and that's increasing the stress response. So what's happening when our clients are coming into the salt rooms or using the salt beds or the salt booths, they're starting to relax, they're breathing deeper, they want to get that salt in. And when you breathe deeper, longer breaths, that's when you're eliciting the relaxation response. So that's one of the reasons why you're sleeping better. You're actually giving your nervous system a break. You're giving it a rest, an opportunity to reset. So another thing that's becoming very popular in the marketplace are meditation rooms. Mm -hmm. um, there's one down in Soho. I think it's called Mindful MNDFL. And this would be, this therapy works beautiful as a meditation practice. Um, we've actually had meditation classes in the salt room. We've had sound healings in the salt room. And I've taught salty yoga classes, hmm. um, which are actually classes that it is yoga, but it's teaching people how to open their bodies so that they can breathe better. Hmm. If your chest is tight, if your upper body is weak, if your intercostal muscles are tight, you can't expand your rib cage so you can take in deeper breaths which will relax you. So I brought in the salty yoga practice to help our clients breathe better so that they could inhale more of the salt and get better benefits. So the therapy can be mixed with other healing modalities that are so relaxing. And in, when you're in a big city like New York City, people are dying. <laughs> they really need to relax. Yeah. There's all sorts of chronic, uh, chronic issues that are related to stress. New York Magazine wrote that our breathe salt rooms are the most relaxing environment in all of New York City. And for stressed out New Yorkers, and who isn't a stressed out New Yorker, mm -hmm. these environments help you relax and help you heal naturally. So it sounds like really just getting, continuing to get the message out, getting people to try it, and then to have the, the success personally. Uh, well, and, you know, my, mouth. my mantra is that I want to be able to provide people with the opportunity to empower themselves to take an active role in their own health and well-being. And you touched on that earlier. This is a modality that helps people become proactive. So anybody who has taken a, a course of antibiotics, it's not unusual to have digestive issues. Then you're taking something else for the digestive mm -hmm. issues, or you've got to add probiotics, you know, and it becomes this seam roll of, of other things going on. Or there's sinus surgeries that have to take place, and that's another long recovery. So it's empowering people to be active in their own health care. We've also found more and more athletes come to the salt rooms because they're able to breathe better and if they're breathing better, they're working out better, they're performing better. We have people we notice right before the New York City Marathon every year. We get an influx of people, of runners, who, you know, on mile 22, you need to breathe deeper, not less. So they're finding not only is it helping them perform better through able to be breathing better, but it's also a recovery process. That after people work out at the gym, they come into the salt therapy and it helps them recover. Uh, we currently have a salt booth at JFK as part of Express Spas. And the theory there, since this is really the only therapy that detoxifies your lungs, many people know when they go on a flight, 
If there is lots of germs on every airplane and you're coming off of it and you hope you don't get a cold, well, at Express Spa, our salt boosts enable people to detoxify the lungs as soon as they get off the plane and then before they go to baggage claim, use the salt therapy as a way to detoxify their lungs. So, and that program is expanding around the world. Right, so from, just for our listeners here, so halo therapy, the word halo is actually from salt, right? It's, uh, right. it's Greek for salt. Greek, Greek for salt. Um, so when people say halo therapy, we've got Health Active Lifestyle Outdoors is our acronym, and we've got HALO, which is salt, which is salt therapy, uh, and Breathe Salt Rooms, uh, the leader in New York City in the space. Now, as we look at the, uh, the health club sector and the gym industry historically, a number of these clubs have a lot of square footage. Uh, a lot of them have suntan uh, rooms and, and booths that uh, at some point someone's going to slap them with a class action lawsuit that says, I got skin cancer and I got it at your Gold's Gym. So what, what we're seeing is a lot of health club operators and, and gyms to say, look, you know, I need to put in more amenities that are actually going to help people. And if I've got 3,000 members, why shouldn't I have a hydro massage machine? Why shouldn't I have a infrared sauna? Why shouldn't I have a salt room? So talk about, you know, how you see the machines potentially replacing things that are bad for you in a place that's supposed to be good for you? Well, I think that trend is, you know, already been being starting to establish because I've always, you know, I've been working out my whole life and always wondered why do they call it a health club when you go there and just lift weights? Shouldn't there be other modalities to the health club that are more encompassing and strengthen your entire body besides just muscles? So I, I see that as a real strong trend now that the dry salt therapy has finally come to this country. Uh, you know, we're the largest chain of salt rooms in America, but we see more and more growth all around. Uh, people who want them in their houses as well as their businesses. I've uh, been telling people for a couple years, this is the biggest trend in wellness that hardly anyone's even heard about. Yet if you read trade magazines and, you know, it's always one of the top 10 wellness trends of the year over the last four or five years and a lot of spa magazines and other publications. So, so the ability to, to put a halo therapy unit inside of a, uh, a suntan room and, and retrofit that, um, you know, which might be a couple hundred square feet to get the benefits of that. Talk about the ease of, of use and the ease of deployment. We, we actually started before we actually had space in my yoga studio in Westchester. I had three small rooms that I used, I would rent it out to a massage therapist or an acupuncturist. And we had this one, it was a very tiny room, what was it, 20 by 20 at the very most? And we were able to put a booth in there. And that's how we started before we actually opened up a location. Yeah, th there's no build out involved in using a salt bed or a salt booth. It runs on 110 and uh, electricity. So it's an easy switch out from you know, a, taking a suntan booth and replacing it with a salt booth or, or a salt bed and, you know, offers those modalities that currently these uh, establishments are not offering. Great. So you've got four locations now. At a, uh, an upcoming show, there's going to be some breathe equipment that's going to be going into the health club channel through URSA. You know, give, give us, Alan, maybe give us your view in five years from now you know, we're going to look back at this and say, of course, you know what salt therapy is. You know, this is ubiquitous. How, how do you how do you view it and, and what do we need to do to get there? I think that a lot of people, a lot of families who live in the suburbs 
will start having salt booths in their homes. I think that a lot of the spas, it's a great amenity for a spa. And I, I feel it should be in gym environments. I think it's part of the well-being. Of course, I'm going to lean towards the mindfulness part and the relaxation and the meditation and the health and well-being. But I think that's something that's lacking in a health club environment. There's loud music. There's weights dropping. There should be a section where somebody can go and maybe after their workout, just chill, close their eyes, breathe deeply, uh, let their muscles heal, just exercise their brain muscle into a relaxed state. And that's all part of that. I think that's the missing piece in health clubs, taking care of the I, mind. I so that's you. another I, I muscle. Think more and more mm -hmm. athletes are starting to recognize the mind-body connection to their performance, and it's not just their body themselves. So it's the mindfulness, it's the meditation, it's these holistic therapies that add to the equation of their performance. And you get both then in the gym environment. You're taking care of the body and the mind. So if you want to get rid of uh, some of your ailments, if you want to save your marriage, uh, if you want to optimize <laughs> revenue inside a health club spa, then contact us at Breathe Salt Rooms through our Halo sector. And we look forward to more and more people breathing better. Thanks for coming on, Ellen and Gary. It was our Thank pleasure. You. Thank you.